Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey guys, on the monorail, I cannot wait to go to the Magic Kingdom today. Yeah. Hey, I've been doing research with Jim Cummings, and he does amazing voiceovers for classic actors. So I was like, hey, you know what I should do? I should start doing your voice. Do you, do you, have, you have a sample for me? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, let's hear it. Hey, guys, I'm Chris from the Do's His Podcast. What do you think? That sounds nothing like me, Alex. What? Garbage. Welcome to episode 219 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm Alex. Today, we will be giving the his on Jim Cummings. Right now, right at this very second, we're recording live for our Goof Troop members. It's our Goof Troop members, you might ask. It's our Patreon members. It's our most loyal and best supporters. That's right. I said best supporters. Eh, but some of them aren't the best. Like one of the Ryans. I won't say which one. No. But one of the Ryans is great. The other one's not. I know exactly not what you're so talking great. about. Yeah, not so great. He's okay, though. He's fine, but... Anyway, if you want to be on the level of one of the Ryans, you can join our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. Watch these shows live. There's a lot of stuff we cut out of these shows. Like sure a are. lot, a mm -hmm. lot of stuff. Uh, some stuff you're going to want to see and some stuff you're probably going to want to just hit that 15 second skip forward. But you have the luxury of listening to it or not listening to it if you're a Patreon member. As well as listening and watching the show live, you're invited to our top secret Discord where me alex and all of our patreon members get to talk every day disney stuff life stuff we send pictures we send mm -hmm. food we talk disney we're all like-minded individuals everyone's really great everyone gets along awesome we play games and stuff it's a lot of fun and lastly please follow us on social media please i'm begging you please please from the bottom of my heart we put our life and soul into our facebook once every couple months <laughs> and if and it means a lot to us to follow us. But you can find us on all social media at Diz His Pod if you are interested in following us there. And you can also send us an email at dizhispod at gmail.com. You can send us an email about anything you would like. Whatever you're feeling, send us an email. If you want to vent about your boss, send us an email. We don't care. We'll vent with you. I'll vent you about Chris. So send us an email, dizhispod at gmail.com. And also on all your podcast platforms, please... If you have time and you want to, give us a review, give us that five stars, tell us a comment. And also through our social media on our link tree, you can go to our Public, where we do sell merchandise for the podcast. Alex, are you familiar with Jim Cummings? Um, so it's funny because, you know, by name, no. Right. I thought I didn't know what he looked like. But I do because I saw photos of him and I was like, hey, mm. I recognize that guy. But by voice, heck yeah. Yeah. Um, Jim Cummings is a name that I knew of but didn't know a lot about. Really excited to dive into this history. Mm -hmm. uh, for people who don't know who Jim Cummings is, he's a voice actor who's been voicing Winnie the Pooh and Tigger since the late 80s. He also has easily voiced multiple iconic characters like Pete, Darkwing Duck, Ray the Firefly, Bonkers D. Bobcat, the Cheshire Cat, Ka, and Hondo from Star Wars. First of all, Hondo, let's let's talk about Hondo for a second. Hondo's mm. one of my favorite characters. He I love awesome. Hondo. I that's weird that's him. I can't hear Jim Cummings in Honda. You can't you can't hear his voice. You know, well, if you if we read all the names you read on there, a lot of them are him replicating other voices. But Darkwing yes. Duck, Ray the Firefly, Bonkers D Bobcat. Do you know who Bonkers D Bobcat is? No, I don't. What, what is that the um that basketball team mascot? No, Bonkers is a like almost like a cheetah oh. who is a police officer. Him up. Yeah, okay. I remember this guy. You, I just didn't know his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bonkers D. Bobcat and uh, Hondo, you know, they're original voices. You know, he made him up. And, uh, you know, I would never have assumed the same guy who does poo does Hondo. That's That would never cross my mind. Yeah. You know what's funny is – um. I, it's cool. Jim Cummings, obviously, he's a legend, right? I collect Living those Star legend. Wars. Yeah, I collect those Star Wars cards. Now I really want to pull a Hondo autograph. So I can that'd have be Jim amazing. Autograph. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be amazing. Awesome. That would be uh, really cool. That'd be amazing. And it go up in value as years go on. Oh, definitely. I mean, what you, you get. A, that's why it's cool. I think Bradley D. Baker is one of the signers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm searching him right now because he is another voice actor mm-hmm. that just has such a huge. Yeah, see, he's he's in the he's a clone trooper, right? But he also plays Rajah Ghul in Batman. He's mm. in Avatar. He's in Phineas and Ferb. Okay. He's Kevin the Cucumber in SpongeBob. Uh, he, it's like he's just another one of those guys. It's just really cool because with Jim Cummings, he has this long list of voices. But like you said, yeah, some of them do sound similar. But like people like Hondo, it's like that's that's really cool that he has. He's really showcasing his um, his um, range. His range. Yeah, that's where I was looking for his range. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool. Because like when you listen to Ka and you listen to Poo, you can yeah. tell they're the You can same. be like, okay, I can tell how this could be done by that same person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, man, what a what a legend though. It, it's cool to um it'd be cool to go to a, a meet and greet with someone like him because he plays so many iconic characters, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it'd be it definitely would be and I know he's a very nice guy. Uh, I don't know anybody personally who's met him, but from everything I've seen online, it seems like he's very approachable, very nice, appreciates people who can, you know, who know who he is. Because I don't, you know, I don't think it's crazy idea, but voice actors probably aren't, you know, the hottest people at the cons, you know. People aren't clawing to get to voice actors. But they should because he is the voice of Dizzy in the 90s. You know, when yeah. you think of all these voices he's done, he is a main part of what made Disney in the 90s good. And uh, he's continuing in 2000s. And then as we get into history, he does more than just Disney. We don't go too far into that. Um, but I think I think it's just it's fascinating. These guys who can do all these voices. Um, and like you said, has this crazy range. I didn't know he was Ray the Firefly from. I know. That's another from one. Princess yeah. and the Frog. Uh, that's my, one of my favorite characters in that in that movie. Yeah, he's great. He's definitely good. Rest in peace. Um, what? You did say that. Rest in peace, Ray. He's dead. Oh, dead. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, they said rest in peace like Jim Cummings. I was like, what no, are you talking no, about? No, no, The Firefly's very dead. And even yes. he didn't die in the movie. The, the he would have died seconds later. Is, yeah, Firefly's lifespan is just not very, not very long. You said that, that, you know, people aren't clawing to get to these voice actors. And when I go to these uh, comic conventions, I, mm-hmm. I do notice that, that there's not these huge lines. Like, there was yeah. the voice of Mickey Mouse at the one that I went to. The newest and one? I did, the guy don't even with the know. The very long name? Don't know because I just I really didn't care because I oh. just because that's what I was going to say is like unless um, they have a noticeable like if it's a celebrity who's in uh, who's a a uh, face actor, I guess I would say like that shows their face on screens doing a voice for something. It's mm. it's way more appealing because I can take a picture with a the person who voices, um, you know, Mickey Mouse and no one would know who it was. Very little people know it was. You take a picture with, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy or someone. They know mm-hmm. who it is. You don't even need yeah. to post a caption. It's a shame because these people are legends. And although although like you might not recognize their face, that they're like this guy's track record is amazing. So, um, of course, when they uh, these voice actors are at conventions, they have their picture of their face, but all of the the uh, characters they voiced with it. So, that you right. No. So, you know who you're going. Yeah. To. Yeah, exactly. But there are a lot of voice actors at conventions, and unfortunately, they do not have very long lines. Um, but I'm going to start looking into some of these voice actors. I think it would be cool to get like a Funko Pop sign from them or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Like imagine Jim Cummings. Uh, I don't know. Get a Jim Cummings signature. Just like somebody's signature that's voiced like basically my childhood. Yeah. Uh, some, a name I w- definitely want to look out for. I don't know how many conventions he does, but definitely be cool to have. So anyway, enough on me searching every convention in my area for Jim Cummings. Let's get to the his on the legend himself, Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. All Disney fans should know who this is. You may not know him by name or by appearance, but you do know him by his voice. Jim Cummings has voiced over 400 Disney characters and counting. He hasn't only worked for Disney. He also has voiced famous characters for Warner Bros., Nickelodeon, DreamWorks, and Cartoon Network. He also has voiced characters in over 100 video game titles. Jim Cummings, a future Disney legend, started life in Youngstown, Ohio. He grew up watching Saturday morning cartoons and would often imitate characters. 
At school, Jim would make animal sounds, but during that time, he was of course scolded by his teachers to stop with the noises. When Jim was young, his family moved to New Orleans, where he would spend his formative years at Ursuline High School. Jim worked part-time jobs, like painting Mardi Gras boats, working as a riverboat deckhand, and singing and playing drums for a semi-successful band named Fusion. In 1984, Jim would end up getting married and moving to Anaheim, California to manage a video store while trying to start his voice acting career. His first big break was for Disney as Lionel the Lion in Ant Furs and Dumbo Circus, a live-action puppet television series. This got him into the door at Disney, where his voice talents were quickly discovered. As Sterling Holloway, the legendary voice actor of Winnie the Pooh, was getting up in age, he thought of retirement, and it just so happened that the young Jim Cummings was able to do an amazing impression of the bear. In 1988, Jim Cummings officially replaced Sterling Holloway as a voice for Winnie the Pooh. He also took over voicing Caw for The Jungle Book 2 and The Cheshire Cat for Disney video games. The thing that points out, uh, the thing that sticks out the most to me in this is he's not a Disney legend. Like, Christina Aguilera is a Disney legend. But Jim Cummings isn't? Not, no, not yet. Yeah, but Christina Aguilera is. She's a Disney, Disney legend? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm he's, looking it up. <laughs> he's been around longer than her. A little bit. He's been around the block. Uh, Christina Aguilera. In 2020, she released Loyal Brave True, a new song of the Mulan film remake. And in 2019, <laughs> 2019, she was named Disney legend. Outside of Disney, Aguilera is known for voicing Akiko Glitter in the Emoji movie. <laughs> so oh she really gosh. put in the she really put in the time. That's um, so funny. So I, I don't I don't want to go into this because these were allegations. I don't know if it was ever settled or not, but there was uh, pretty ugly allegations between him and his wife. Uh, that weren't that was in the public eye, and people were wondering if that had anything to do with him not becoming a Disney legend because Disney wanted to make sure that you know everything was okay before they you know put him into the Disney Legend Hall of Fame or whatever you want to call it. So that could be why. I, I don't know. That, that's the that's the best reason I found. The Disney would do that for sure to cover their own butts. Yeah, for sure. Uh, back to the interesting history. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I thought was crazy is that he went to California and become a voice actor. And think about the late 80s, right? Imagine growing up in New Orleans. Just picture it. New Orleans, 84. You're telling your family, I am moving to California. Nay, I'm moving to Anaheim. Become a voice actor. I bet you all of his family was like, what are you doing, Jim? Yeah, yeah, What right? are you doing? And then four years later, he's a voice of not just any character, he's a voice of Winnie the Pooh by 88, the year I was born. It's amazing. Oh, congr- that could have been you. Well, I could have been the voice of Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. I can't do a Winnie the Pooh impression. <laughs> um, so I, I did say that maybe Disney didn't want to be associated with him, you know, in, being inducted into the being a Disney legend because of potentially bad things about him. But... I think that's false because if you look up his what he's done, like in the past just two years, he's done like 15 different yeah. Disney. He still Disney, works for them. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you go into the most recent stuff that he's been in? You said he was in video games. Um, the most recent video game is in, he's in is actually in that Mario Kart uh, spinoff that they made. The um, It's called Disney Speedstorm and it's a Disney version of Mario oh. Kart. No, I did not. Get, I did not see anything about that. Yeah, he plays. Uh, he voices Steamboat Pete. So you said that he was, you know, Pete was one of the voices. He's so he's yes. still doing Pete. He's still mm-hmm. doing Pete actually, and uh, in all the the small series, the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse Funhouse as well. Um, I, I love these people that just don't won't hang it up. They just keep on voicing the same characters. Won't hang it up. He's only been doing it for 50, for thirty five years. It's not that long. Yeah, man. It's just I these people that keep voicing the same characters. I love because when they change, it's 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 like you know, like if you listen to. Um, to older um, Muppets, like you can tell when the voices change. They sound not different. with Jim Cummings. Not Maybe. with Jim Cummings. You can't tell when when he took over being Pooh. You can tell when he took over being Kong. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just. Well, I know when you're good, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he hasn't stopped because. I think that's the like that's, next guy you probably would tell. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and like that's our childhood. Like we grew up with Jim Cummings. Like we didn't know it at the time, but like we. We knew all. We, we, we mean both of our favorite movies is uh, Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he played that's such an iconic voice. Um, Ka. Yeah. It pissed me off when Scarlett Johansson voiced Ka in the uh, <laughs> in the live action. 
<laughs> I needed that Winnie. I needed Winnie the Pooh. Um, <laughs> trying to trying to strangle Mowgli, not Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, that wasn't the only Disney legend that Jim would fill in for. He also started to fill in for J. Pat O'Malley, who had voiced a walrus in The Carpenter, as well as Tweedledum and Tweedledee in Alice in Wonderland, Colonel Hathi and Buzzy in The Jungle Book, and Cyril Proudbon in The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Jim Cummings voiced the Colonel in Jungle Book 2. He also impersonated Louis Prima as King Louis, which he would reprise in Tailspin. He eventually earned the role of Goofy's neighbor Pete in Goof Troop. During the production of the new Avengers of Winnie the Pooh, Jim started to fill in as Tigger for legendary voice actor Paul Winchell. Winchell would leave to do humanitarian work, so Jim would simply fill in when needed, but the viewers would never know the difference. In 2000, Jim officially took over the job of Tigger, starting with the 2000 theatrical release of the Tigger movie. Jim Cummings has an amazing ability to replicate many voices. He became Disney's go-to when voice actors needed breaks or replaced. He voiced Zumi for the final season of Adventures of Gummy Bears, Monterey Jack in Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and King Triton in The Little Mermaid Ariel's Beginnings. In the early 90s, Cummings branched out of Disney and started to voice characters for Warner Bros, like the Tasmanian Devil, and various characters in the Animaniacs. This did not mean Jim lost his place at Disney. He was part of the cast for The Lion King, voicing Ed the Hyena. That wasn't the only thing he did for The Lion King. He worked as a stunt singer for the songs in The Lion King. Jim, who was previously a singer of a band, was a great singer and could also mimic voices while singing. He started singing when he was five or six, which allowed him to bag his earliest national role as the lead singer for the California Raisins. Jim and his friend Jess Harnell were brought in to produce a demo of Hakuna Matata, except the song wasn't fully finished and the directors on hand were not happy with the lyrics, so that is when Jim ad-libbed the now famous lines about Pumbaa not having friends due to being gassy. Jim not only helped to finish one iconic song, but he also helped finish the track Be Prepared. Jeremy Irons, the voice of Scar, developed vocal issues while recording, so Jim stepped in and sang for him to finish the piece. So it's kind of crazy that the um, probably the most iconic thing about Pumbaa was ad-libbed by Jim Cummings. I know, right? It's like the, like the <laughs> mo- like the line of that song. Like it is the line of that song. Oh, absolutely. Right? Everyone knows the melody. Everyone knows the song. But everyone also knows Pumbaa's lines. Yeah. And those are – Jim came up with that on the spot. Like it's it's uh, it's amazing. And then to voice Jeremy Irons who has a unique voice. Like that is a yeah. unique voice that's nothing like Pooh. And yet he was nothing. able to not only replicate it but replicate it in singing form to finish the song. And no one is the wiser. You know, I, I also really respect the fact that he made a career – uh, somewhat of a career off of just copying people. I, it's like it's it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, like it's it's uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't go on TikTok often, but when I do, I always go down the rabbit hole of uh, impressionists. Mm-hmm. You have, there's like a million different impressionists yeah. on, on, and I think like, this person sounds just as good. There's this this girl on there who even covers up the microphone to make it sound muffled when she's doing impressions of Alice from Alice in Wonderland and Snow White. And it's like these people are just so intelligent. Um, I always wondered why um, singers didn't just replicate already famous singers. Because if everybody loves the way that um, you know Michael Jackson sings, well, then mm-hmm. if you can do it a Michael Jackson impression, then you should be just as famous. Right. Jim, Cummings, Jim Cummings did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's living proof. Do, do you know what the California Raisins are, Chris? The food. No. Okay. So you don't know. Okay. I don't think so. So they're a claymation commercial four raisins and they were a singing group like five and the style was more like jackson five um but yeah he voiced for the california raisins which were like a smash hit like they became super famous they're terrifying just for being commercial like it yeah it was i love the california raisins uh growing up and um you know it's it's so awesome that he was able to reach out to different companies and work at disney at the same time yeah, it just cool. shows you the talent that he has that Disney was like. But also, like, he does Winnie the Pooh. He does Tigger. Like, they, you almost could be like, hey, what do you, you want a pay increase? You got to watch out. Jim Cummings is around the corner. He'll take your job. <laughs> it's true. I know it's true because he sounds just like them. <laughs> you don't. You can't get a pay increase because I have a guy who come in. He's doing five voices a day. He'll come in and do yours easy. <laughs> I wonder. It's okay. It's like a substitute teacher. Come in, does the teacher's job. Right, right, right. 
So I wonder how much he got paid. Did he get paid the same price that this regular if, voice actor would get if paid? If Disney's smart, they just have him on a retainer. Or, just right, call yeah. call him whenever they want. We need you to come in. We need a voice finished. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, and then maybe Disney's just kind of playing smoking mirrors. Like maybe they never even hired somebody for this role. Like, oh, we need you. To, you know, Jer- uh, Jer- Jeremy Irons is, is voicing Scar. We're going to need you to, to do his voice. And maybe it was just Jim Cummings the whole time. The whole and, time. <laughs> and, and, then, and then on the other hand, Jim Cummings is trying to impress Disney. So he's doing his best performance, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy the amount of stuff he's done in the 90s. And that's not even all of it. Like, if you Google more things that he's done, I bet you'll see plenty of more things that you grew up with. Because I didn't want to go into the weeds with things that aren't Disney. And also, I didn't want to sit here and just list characters. Like, that's not fun history. So I try to keep it to a minimum of listing who he voiced. Go to IMDb and look up Jim Cummings and just look at all of his work. It's it's impressive. There's It tells you how many things they've been in 591 right i said 400 i was like i'm gonna put 400 and play it safe to make sure i'm not wrong on the amount of things he done and that was under the number and he has five more upcoming roles as well <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy he, he's gonna work for a while still and uh it's gonna be it's it's awesome and the next history even more information because um, we get into the 2000s. We haven't even hit the 2000s, Chris. That's mind-blowing. You know what else is mind-blowing is uh, – I'm posting this in chat right now. Um, one of the uh, upcoming projects is My Interactive Poo, which is on no CD-ROM, which is on CD-ROM. So I doubt this is an upcoming one. <laughs> what? I was going to say, this isn't like upcoming at all. <laughs> yeah, I just posted the, the picture. And it, it, it was like played on like Windows that 95. It does not look upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> it says Windows 95 at the bottom left corner. There we go. <laughs> so there it is. Yeah. So uh, definitely not upcoming. Uh, but look at the PC in the in the and the ad. <laughs> it's cool nonetheless. Do a do a imp- poo impression right now, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, Baba. Good. Keep keep going. That's all I got. I don't I don't know how I could even do a poo impression. That's hard. That's like a very unique voice. Oh, I wish I had some honey to eat. <laughs> It, you sound it, like a British guy with a honey fetish. It fills my tummy. <laughs> I guess and then they, like if I just go deeper, I can turn into a bane. It fills my tummy. <laughs> I was born in honey. <laughs> <laughs> he would later be singing double for Russell Means as Chief Powhatan and Gorson Tatusis as Kikata in Pocahontas. He'd also sing as Rasputin in Anastasia for Christopher Lloyd. Jim Cummings also had original characters he would go on to voice, like Fat Cat and Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Bonkers, and Ray the Firefly. During the 90s, Jim would go on to lend his voice to over 100 roles, and not all Disney, like Dr. Robotnik in the Sonic the Hedgehog animated series. In the 2000s, Jim Cummings would continue to be a vocal giant in the industry working for Disney, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, DreamWorks, and Warner Bros. A lot of these jobs were recreating iconic voices or small original roles. His next big original role would be in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Jim was told he was voicing a scoundrel character, so decided to meld the voices of Charles Bronson and Yul Brynner to come up with his audition for Hondo Onaka. The character was planned to appear in only three episodes, but the character was so well liked by fans that it became a recurring character throughout the entire series. In 2018, Jim made history by becoming the first voice performer to portray a role in an animation and a live-action Disney film. He voiced Tigger and Pooh in the film Christopher Robin. And only three years later, he did the same thing when he voiced the Tasmanian Devil in Space Jam A New Legacy. He would make it a third time in 2022 when he voiced the Fat Cat, Darkwing Duck, and Pete for Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. If you're able to meet Jim Cummings and talk with the living legend, you may ask him who his favorite voices to perform are. And the future Disney legend always says Winnie the Pooh, Hondo Anaka, Darkwing Duck, and Ray the Firefly. So just speaking about uh, Hondo real quick, I, I said earlier in the show that I collect Star Wars cards. It'd be really cool to get an autograph of him. Not very expensive. I, I, did, I put, just posted one in chat um, mm-hmm. that was – this one's listed on eBay for 30 bucks. Another one here, different different thing, thirty six. So to like, so to get a signature from this like absolute legend, thirty bucks for a non numbered card. 
That's a great investment. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm definitely going to buy one of these. Um, oh, some of these cards are a little better signatures, which they're asking a little bit more for. What do you mean better signature? Like you can tell what it says? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like some of these are pretty lazy. Like he probably signed a whole bunch. Because <laughs> it looks like it's an R with a line next to it. Yeah, I would have never known this was Jim Cummings. Yeah, no. But really cool to have. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm yeah. going to add this to my uh, collection. Because I uh, love the character and then the guy, love the guy behind the character too. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, if you look like one of the names that stood out to me when I did all this history was he was voiced for Cat in Cat Dog. And like, oh, I love Cat Dog growing up. Me too. And I did not, did not, I mean, of course, I don't know who he voiced. Like, I, I knew Pooh, I knew Tigger, but that was about, that was about the max of my knowledge. Of course, anything that sounded like Pooh was him. I knew that, like, call. But that was a max of my knowledge of what, what's he done. I didn't know he was Tasmanian Devil for a little bit. Like, that's way different. That is way completely different, yeah. different than other kinda, voices he'd done. I didn't know he was like Hondo. the Firefly. Kind of sounds like the Firefly. But choking on toast. Okay, I guess. Um, Darkwing Duck. That's awesome. That is really cool. Um, you know, just it's, it's insane that somebody can have this ability and also have this job but also there's a lot of voice actors out there that have similar careers yeah um excuse my ignorance but i never saw anastasia he does he actually uh is rasputin the the uh guy who influenced that russian family is he actually in in that movie i mean i think rasputin is just a popular name in russia i don't think it has to be the same uh, character probably shouldn't be but probably shouldn't <laughs> be a popular name i don't even know what anastasia is i've never seen it so do you know who charles bronson is yeah, I do. I, do you know I who Yul Brynner is? I've heard of the. I've heard of him. Did, did could you say like, oh, the Hondo is obviously those two voices meld together? Yeah, would have never, never guessed that. Could you imagine being someone who's like, I'm gonna take this guy's voice and this guy's voice and meld them to make a voice baby, and that's what I'm gonna go in on audition with, not my own voice. Jim Cummings is like me in high school. He just took a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different people, copied it. Never got mm. caught. Yeah. And uh and graduated. Yeah, yeah. He was he was uh the vocals equivalent to Wikipedia. He could be my hero, actually. I mean it's an amazing um, career. It's an amazing career. Yeah, he could he definitely could be my hero. I love plagiarism. I love stealing things, copying things, paying ode to things. FYI, Chris does not does not do the history for the this is podcast. <laughs> uh but when I do, it's it's directly copied from YouTube. Yeah, I watch words. That's links word. and everything. Yes. Um, no, but I, you know, I, it's, it's really cool. You have to, in, in all seriousness, you have to be very, very talented to be able to like be called and be like, Hey, you know, this guy, say this voice actor that died in 1989 voice, such and such character. Can you imitate him mm -hmm. for us? Yeah. Um, that's just pretty cool. I, it, it's, um, this is, he's a Disney legend in my heart anyway, maybe not in, literal sense of being a disney legend but he's definitely a legend of disney there we go he's not a disney legend but he's, he's definitely a legend, a legend of, of disney he's a legend of disney you know what else he's a legend of rocking the mustache yeah you know not many people can pull it off mm -hmm. uh he, he pulls it off great you know there's nothing worse than someone trying to pull off a mustache and just can't and jim cummings you are not one of those guys i'm looking forward to future um Stuff from Jim Cummings. I, I definitely wish they would use Hondo more Me in too, the future yeah. Star Wars. So that would be amazing. He, he's I, in the parks, right? Alex, I, sorry to cut you off, he's but he's in, in the parks. He's in the ride. Um, right. Yeah, he's an animatronic in the ride. I imagine they use his voice. I don't see why they would bring someone in to replicate his voice for Hondo. Right. So it has to be him in the parks. Uh, probably in the parks. Is, I, you know, that's I didn't go over anything about him in the parks. And I imagine Winnie the Pooh ride. It's probably him because they had to update it, I assume, yeah. especially when they put it in um, in Disney World uh, and moved around. So I imagine they updated it with his voice. So he's definitely heard through other parks. That's for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Very, very cool. He's everywhere. He's he's everywhere and nowhere because he's not a Disney legend. But it's funny you brought up earlier, you brought up Scarlett Johansson doing Kaw. And it's like, why would you have her do it when you can have the guy who does the voice do it? Like – why change the way Call sounds when you can have Jim Cummings do it? Did he do any yeah. voices in the new in that new movie? I have no idea, and I don't I don't feel like looking up right now. But that'd be really crazy if he didn't do any voices for the live action quote unquote live action Jungle right. Book. 
Live action because there was one live kid. There was one. There was one live person. The rest was CGI. Yeah. Well, you know what? The voices were live, probably. I guess it's just, you know, you could up to the, uh, a live action is in the eye of the beholder. That's Walt Disney said that. We hear Disney's think that Jim Cummings is an amazing voice actor. He not only can bring to life the voices of many already Disney legends, but he has brought to life many of his own characters throughout his long career. Jim Cummings is a living Disney legend. And he isn't even close to being done yet. So that was really interesting, Alex. I can't wait to buy this guy's autograph. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. now that I know it's only $30, I'm yeah. so in there. So in there. <laughs> Sold. Hey there, fellow Disney enthusiasts. Scott here from the No New Friends podcast. Now, I'm not here to shamelessly plug the No New Friends podcast. No, I want to tell you all about the Diz His Goof Troop or Patreon. Now, you hear Joe and Jen and Chris and Alex talking about Patreon all the time, but I wanted you to hear from an actual Patreon member how cool it is to be a member of the Goof Troop. You get exclusive access to early release, show notes, and then my two favorite aspects, the cutting room floor material, the things that you don't get to hear on Spotify or Apple or any other platform that you listen to. And there's a lot of mistakes and a lot of really funny things that happen in that cutting room floor. Also, you get access to the live recordings. And I'm going to tell you, these live recordings are fantastic. Between Alex's mispronunciation of words or just Joe being silly or Chris making a really funny joke, it's worth the price of admission just to watch the live episodes. Plus, you get to chat and interact with some amazing Goof Troop members that have me rolling on the floor in laughter first thing in the morning all the way till I go to sleep at night. It's just so much fun, and I wanted you to hear it from an actual Goof Troop member how cool it is to be a Diz His Patreon member. Just visit their website, dizhiz.com, and click on the Goof Troop link for as low as $2 a month. That's only $24 a year. You get all this access and it's worth it. Trust me. Dizhis.com. Click on the Goof Troop link. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Fan Piper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. So, Alex, you didn't go to the parks this week. I did not. Very curious to see if you did anything in the week of Disney this week. Didn't do too much in this week in Disney. Um, Watched some more Bluey because that's what usually happens around my house. 
Um, of course. Yeah. I finished. I finished Invasion. And. And uh, you're right. It wasn't great. <laughs> it was not great. It was not it was, great. I, I, you know what? I'm even. I'm even. Um, like kind of venturing to not even being not great. It's, it might not be good. It might not even be good. Yeah, it's unfortunate because Samuel Jackson is so great, but like that's this... the only good part about it. Right, but the ending. Okay, it's, it's the the series have been over for a bit now, so I'm gonna do some spoilers here. At the end, when they had Samuel Jackson with the Super Scroll at the end. Yes. As soon as he walked in the door, I knew he was that girl pretending yeah, me to too. be Samuel Jackson. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It was like what? That's pretty you obvious. Serious? Like they're shapeshifters. Then, right. Exactly. Like he's partnering with a shapeshifter. He's not going to put himself in danger by no. going into a place that has radioactivity. So of course it's not him. It's her, who's now a Super Scroll as well. Well, and that fight scene was kind of cool, but also kind of weird because it's like. Why were they just making their arms really big? Like what? It was weird. What, yeah, it was weird. what hero was that? Like who? Who were they copying by making their arms really big? I don't. I, it didn't look familiar to me. Was it well, Groot? Drax. Or was it like Brown? Drax was the one. He had the tattoos. One was Drax. Tattoos. Yeah, the other was probably the Hulk. Uh, Groot know. was one. Groot was one at one point. It looked. Yeah, like. But why do you have to? Why do you have to just keep transforming? Just transform as Captain Marvel. Just stay Captain Marvel. But why transform at all? You have the powers. You have to transform to use their powers. But no, I, I believe so. Okay. I believe so. But yeah. like, I don't know. It just didn't. It, it was very. All the power changing was just very bland. Like it all just meld into one. Hundred percent. Do we need the Avengers anymore? We have the every right. Avenger in one now. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Uh, I do love Amelia Clark, so I'm happy that we're gonna be seeing her again. Hopefully. Who's that? She's the Gaia. She's the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's from Game of Thrones. She's Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Right, right. Mother of Dragons. Yeah, I love her. I think she's a great actress. Mm -hmm. And I liked her in the show. I liked Samuel Jackson in the show. How'd you like the roadie scroll thing? It was all right. What do you mean by what do you mean by how did I like it? Well, he was a scroll. So like, uh, yeah, how I long was he a scroll for? I, that's don't the know. question. That's the that's like the main question is how long was right. he a scroll for? Because he didn't because I think I saw somewhere like they're like he didn't have his braces or something on his legs. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, well, well, why didn't he have his braces? Like, like, how long ago was he a scroll? That's that's a great question uh, that I think they'll probably dive into later because they made a They made a comment because one guy goes, how long were you here for? So, I mean, they made that comment. So, of course, they're going to dive into it later at some point. Yeah, the only disappointing thing was like I knew he was a scroll from the first episode. I think. Oh yeah, it was so easy. Like it was scroll. very, very obvious. He was very just apparent. acting completely different. Oh, right, exactly. And no one um, else knew this. Yeah, it's just come on. Like Shamo Jackson should have shot him in the head in the first scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really. How how did you like uh, how did you like Samuel Jackson? Not Samuel Jackson. But Nick Fury kissing his wife, uh, being a scroll. Yeah, nope. I liked that. I thought it was cool. Yeah. It like, made uh, sense. It made a lot of sense because of the uh, his his history with uh, with Captain Marvel and the scrolls mm -hmm. made a lot of sense to me. I, you know what? I think my least favorite part of this show was I read uh, quite a few issues of Secret Invasion. Uh -huh. And the, dude, the comic is amazing. Really? And when the when the movie or when the show came out, they were advertising for Secret Invasion all over Marvel Unlimited, the comic app mm -hmm. and like all the profiles of the um of the uh like if you wanted to read about spider-man or wolverine they were all like scroll versions of them like they went all out advertising for secret invasion and the comic was so much better than the show it was so much more thought out it was like everyone was a scroll and like ev anyone and everyone was you didn't know who was who until they developed something where you could see who scrolls were it was just so much so much more thought out and it had nothing to do with nick fury's fight against the scrolls you know what I mean? Like it had, it had no personal vendetta to squash against the scrolls. It was, it was just so much better. It was so, um, the, the show was so rushed. It mm -hmm. was so, I hate these six episode shows. Dude, it's so just, annoying. It's so bad. Give me eight at least. At least eight. I'd prefer 11, but at least give me eight. Don't give me these six crap anymore i just mini series don't give me mini series no not on a, not on a major event like i mean like, i understand um, it's it's like, like an, an episode was maybe an hour so i get it's like the finale was like 35 minutes i think yeah it wasn't like not all the episodes were an hour so no it was i mean 
it's like what like three movies in one but it's like still it, it just it wasn't it just wasn't well done and it's unfortunate because like people were ragging on mcu for having bad series and they just produced secret evasion came out and it was not a hit what's next yeah. i don't even know the next mcu show coming out i think it's loki 2 maybe yeah which i'm very excited for which very excited save. for yeah. that um but this you know. is the first MCU series that I think was actually bad. Like I really? like, I mean, I I did not watch Ms. Marvel yet. Okay, well that. Okay, did, did you watch, watch Moon Knight? I loved Moon Knight. I couldn't. I didn't finish Moon Knight. I started a couple yeah, episodes. See. Couldn't finish it. I liked Ms. I, Marvel. I did not watch that one yet. It looks like a, like a teeny bopper show. That's probably why I didn't watch it yet. Uh, I will I watch it. It's good. I watch it. Watch it uh, definitely before you see the movie coming out. Yeah, I will. The um, which looks horrible. The movie looks so bad. It looks. It doesn't look great. It looks like a mess. Um. The I do want to watch Ms. Marvel. I just haven't had the time. I have it the time. I just haven't had the. Uh, just Urgency. didn't really want to. Yeah. The um, I really like Moon Knight, but for different reasons than someone else would. I love like that kind of lore. Like I love the, the like Egyptian gods and stuff like that. So I love that. Uh, Khonshu's my boy. Love Khonshu. Big Khonshu guy. Um. So yeah. But uh. Anyway, enough talking. Enough bashing Secret Wars. I'm glad we both are on the same page. Yeah, that's that's all I did this week in Disney. Did not do. Oh, you know what else I did in Disney is we watched a lot of classic Mickey cartoons that they just released on oh, Disney nice. Plus. Nice. I don't know if you saw that on Disney Plus. A lot of the classic cartoons are being released no. finally on Disney Plus. That's and a lot awesome. of the older ones, older ones, like so shorts. Yeah, they're shorts. Yeah, nice. They're the yeah. best. So we've been watching best. those with the kids, and they love them, of course. Like you just throw no, them. That's on. great. Yeah, of uh, course. So yeah. Have Have you watched Steamboat Silly yet? Yes, that was a good episode. Really good, really yeah, good. The good the episode. the colors and the animation are just so it's, good. I could watch those new shorts forever. Well, it's unfortunate because they they're not going to make anymore. Why not? They ended that series. That's a shame. It's, I know. It's, it's it was the it's best good series. Good series. The best. Um, what I I'll just segue right into what I did this weekend. Is, mm-hmm. so you don't have to ask me. Okay. I um I got this in in the background. I got this um big. It's huge Mickey Jack-O-Lantern. Huge Mickey Jack-O-Lantern. They had on Shop Disney, sold out in like five minutes. Of course, I was bedridden, so I had nothing else to do. So I was on there as soon as it released. It was $75, Alex. And I was like, Disney's overpriced. This thing's got to be like a 12-inch tall thing. I didn't even read the dimensions. It comes in this huge box. It's a really nice sized um, Jack-O-Lantern. Mm, I'm yeah, very, very happy with it. Yeah, um, that that's definitely going to be one that I that I take in at night, <laughs> like before I go to bed. So you are going to put it outside. I'll put it outside on like on Halloween night. I'm going to put it probably in the window, I think, until then. Yeah. OK, because uh, I have this nice big bay window, so I'll put it there. Um, but yeah, that's not something I would leave outside. I wouldn't want it to be stolen or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I built another thing. It's right in front of the uh, Mickey. If you're if you are listening to this and not watching this, uh, I'm describing this because our Patreon members can see. I have uh, this little baby Groot uh, Lego set that was really fun to build. Really quick build too. That was a fun one. Uh, one of the one of the uh, nicer uh, sets that I put together. It just some of the Lego like actual figures don't look good. Like when it's an actual like person or thing. Uh, this one looks great. It's a really nice one. It's articulated so you can move it around. And lastly, I uh, do want to give a shout out to Nick and Sean over at Sam Piper Vacations. They sent me a housewarming gift, Alex, and. Um, no way. It was, yeah, it was a bottle of wine called Skywalker Wine. It's like, oh, that's cute because uh, Sean uh, isn't really into comics and, and, you know, sci-fi and the pop culture just like I am. And uh, so we talk comics a lot and, and uh, movies and TV shows and stuff like that. And I thought he got me this this bottle of wine because it said Skywalker on it. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, it's uh, didn't think anything of it. And then uh, I was also on my pain medicine when it came in. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I didn't really read much. I saw, saw it said Skywalker. I thought it was really cool. Sent him a thank you. He said, did you see where it's from? I was like, no. And it's actually a bottle of wine from George Lucas's winery. And that's why it's called Skywalker really? Wine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so really, really cool. He has this, his own personal winery where he sells, you know, sells wine. And there's it's a higher quality wine, too. Like, it's, you know, there's only so much made and this and that. So I'm really, really excited to to try that. I'm waiting for a special occasion. Um, 
because uh don't want to just drink it on like a podcasting night or something i do yeah. i want to I enjoy this um so maybe maybe during a star wars uh marathon or something i'm st- i watched a little bit more of the clone wars this week mm-hmm. i was on one of those episodes that was like a like a three or four episode story yeah. arc which i usually really love and this one i hated mm-hmm. you've watched the whole series correct yes yes so this was the one where that uh anakin was called to coruscant i believe so they had that other general step in and he turned out to be a bad guy Mm-hmm. And it was just so boring because it's like I want to see lightsabers. Yeah. So th- th- what worried me about that was the fact that um, I want to watch the Bad Batch, and now I don't know if I'm going to like it because it's just no stu- no no lightsabers, no lightsabers. I-, I love Ahsoka, I love Anakin, and speaking of Ahsoka, the show comes out in eight days, which I'm very excited for. I do not like Ahsoka. Really? Why? I didn't. Okay, I didn't Is like it her because she's whiny. Is it because yeah, she's, she's whiny? She's like Anakin. I hated Ahsoka in the first couple seasons, and she's much better now. Yeah, she's gotten better, and then of course she was horrible in the beginning. You saw her in, you know, in um, Mando. Mandalorian, and Which she was great in. I thought. She, yeah, I'm looking forward to the series. I think the series yeah. is gonna be good. Um, of course, I love who's playing her. Yeah, Rosara Dawson's awesome. Rosara Dawson, mm-hmm. um, she's amazing. So I'm looking forward to that. But no, I didn't like her in this in the cartoon. The first and half Wars. did not like, but I do like her now. Um, her cards, you know, I collect, like I said, 15 times this episode, I collect the Star Wars cards. Her cards are so expensive right now. I imagine. She's, she is such a hot she's, commodity. She's so hot right now. She's Ahsoka is so hot right now, <laughs> um, which I'm really excited for the series to come out because I do have. OK, so in Mandalorian, she fights something magistrate, like huh. magistrate. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I have a card autographed by the actress that plays the magistrate and it's numbered to five. There's only five cards in existence. Yes. So I don't, I'm not a collector of the magistrate, believe it or not. So I'm hoping that maybe she has a a really great role in this show because she is in the show. Yeah. And uh, maybe like she, I I hope that she's a martyr. I hope she dies for a good cause (laughs) or something. Yeah. Really ups the value of this card so I can get a little, and then I can, I can sell it and buy some Jim Cummings uh, autograph (laughs) cards. (laughs) So we'll see. But my number one thing I want to see out of this show is uh, at least give me one Clone Wars flashback with Hayden Christensen. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be so cool. Unfortunately, uh, you know, his no, his face isn't too bad. He could probably just do some some prosthetics or make. Well, he was an Obi-Wan. He looked fine. That's true. That's true. And um, and uh, his voice, he just did a voiceover for the latest trailer for Ahsoka. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. So um, I'm hope I'm really hoping that he uh, he's in this. And uh, if our Patreon members like these autographed Star Wars cards, uh, I did give away one before. I gave away an Admiral Akbar, which is kind of cool because it, um, it wasn't a trap. Actually, somebody won. Um, <laughs> I, I do have some and I would love to give away some of these really cool cards because they're just really nice to display. Yeah, nice uh, really quality. Nice to, yeah, really good quality, really nice display pieces. So um probably do another giveaway pretty soon with one maybe i'll you know what maybe for the premiere of ahsoka i'll give away a cool you know um you know star wars theme thing so we'll do that at the end of august so if you if you're hearing this right now which i assume you are because you're listening to the podcast right now um <laughs> join our patreon before the end of august we're going to do a uh, star wars card giveaway i'll probably throw in at least uh, a numbered or a and a numbered if, for those who don't know uh, they only make so many, so they could could be out of five, could be out of ten, could be out of twenty-five, could be out of fifty, could be out of a hundred. There's only that many cards in circulation, so I'll probably throw in one of those or an autograph card. We'll see. Won't be a dumb autograph. There's some really bad autographs, Alex. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can get like um, you can get bartender from uh, from Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, Twilight oh. bartender. Is that the bartender from the like the Dust Town? It's, no, it's, I'm thinking no, of Mandal- it's, I'm thinking it's like, of it's, no Boba Fett. Yeah. It's like if I signed a card, it would probably be worth more than bartender. Um, that giveaway would probably be on the thirtieth of this month. FYI, yeah, so we'll, for all yeah, you we'll people thinking about dates, if you get if you become a member before the thirtieth, then you'll be added to the drawing for the live episode we recorded that day. Yeah, we'll give away, I'll give away some nice cards. I just bought a bunch of Star Wars cards, and I have so many duplicates, and I have so many nice-looking duplicates as well. So I'm going to throw a bunch of those in. I'll throw in at least one nice one too. So some some reason Stay tuned not for sending that. it to me, I guess. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Next week on Diz His, Chris will not be here. Hooray. So I am <laughs> so I am bringing on Scott for the No New Friends podcast to co-host. And he isn't coming empty handed. 
We are going to do the history on Push the Talking Trash Can, and we will have a guest, a former Disney employee who operated Push. And if you don't know what that is, you're with me. I don't know what it is either. I haven't done a history on it yet. So come back next week and you'll learn all about Push the Talking Trash Can. So if you're interested in stalking or following us, I'm sorry, not stalking us. You can stalk us if you want uh, over the Internet. You can reach out to us at it is his pod on all social media. Uh, do you want to give a special out to Heather, who is like answering all of our questions and polls That's on true. Spotify? That's true. Love reading all your little messages. Um, so please keep that up. She's she's consistent every single week. She's on there. Um, to, uh, this week, she just uh, talked about the teacups that they're underrated. She loves the teacups. They are underrated. Time. I agree with you. Yeah, so she's with you, Alex. So th- a special shout out to Heather. Thank you for being a listener of the podcast. And if you want to be like Heather and get a shout out, uh, let's do us on Spotify or at least answer the polls. We've been doing a lot of polls and questions on Spotify recently. Really fun way to engage with you guys. Um, so we've had a lot of fun uh, looking at the results of the polls and uh, reading the answers to all the questions. We read every answer on there. So um, if, if you read it, I mean, if you type it, we will read it. Mm-hmm. It's like the Field of Dreams. If you post it, we will read it. I think that's yeah. what the quote is. Uh, that's the exact quote. We might yeah. get dinged because it's so accurate. Yeah, I might have to cut that. But uh, but thank you all for your continued support. And thank you uh, for post, for answering our, our little polls and stuff. Um, other than that, you know, join our Patreon and be uh, featured in giveaways and events. You can start writing for our blog. A lot of other cool stuff. And you'll hear from me and Alex even more. If you don't like hearing from us, then don't join our Patreon. Yeah, but if you do like hearing from us and talking to us on a daily basis in a live chat room, join us. Get in our Discord. A bunch of people like-minded Disney fans who love Disney. And, uh, you know, if you don't, then at least comment on our social media. Like our social media, DizHisPod, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook Facebook as well. We're out there. You know, if you have no interest in talking to Alex and I and other like minded individuals, if you have no interest in being uh, entered for monthly and sometimes bi-monthly giveaways, if you have no interest in having influence on what the next topic of the show would be. uh, Don't join our Patreon. Uh, That this Patreon's not for you. Mm -hmm. Right, Alex? If you don't want early access to episodes on Sundays. Yeah. Don't do it about that. We never talk about that. Yeah, you do get early access. We never do talk about it. But yeah, early access Sunday. That's a huge part of it. If you are someone who does your work on Sundays and wants to listen to a podcast, you will get that opportunity if you are a patron. Or you could start your week on your commute with us on Monday. Um, you just That's true. For Monday. That's true. Well, why wait for Tuesday when you can have us Monday? That's for little, it's $2 a month. Say. Two bucks. That's, that's, that's $24 a year, Alex. And that's the his... On Jim Cummings. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. I'm Alex. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.